Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back for Coast to coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us here. Final hour for us. Lots of college football. We're going to get Joe's thoughts on several of these games uh, that are coming up this weekend in what is a massive, massive weekend in college. Rick Haro will be with us as well, our sports business and legal insider. We will, of course, get in tonight's baseball as well uh, before we get out of here. Speaking of that, Joe, that reminds me before uh, we start to rip through all of the college football games uh, for you. Orioles and the Astros top nine, one, one now in Houston. The Mariners up four to one top of the fifth in Oakland against the A's. They got a couple guys on, too. The Diamondbacks lead the island of Misfit Toys. 3-1, to one, uh, top of the fifth inning in Arizona right now. Extend, extend, extend. Rockies the lead the Padres. Two to, I did put the kibosh because I'm on Arizona. I did put the kibosh on the Giants. You're the only one rooting for them, island of Misfit Toys. Twins beat the Reds. Phillies beat the Braves. Nationals crush the White Sox and the Rangers beat the Red Sox and the Royals beat the Guardians. Uh, so there you go, Joe. All of the baseball uh, for today. We are at six games tonight. We will give you the numbers for all of those before we get out of here. All right, Joe, as we said, monster week. I've got a few of the coaches for you for these big matchups that are going to take place. Uh, We have six games that featured ranked versus ranked teams. We have a few other games, even without uh, the ranked teams being in them, that are spicy and have some good complications to them. Uh, Before we get started with those, Joe, we will welcome in all of our radio affiliates from Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sirius XM Channel 159. Also, Sports Byline, great to have everybody aboard. Let's start, Joe, in South Bend, where Ohio State and Notre Dame will get together. Sam Hartman came to the Irish, Joe, for games like this. You don't get to play big Saturday night games under the lights against Ohio State and Winston-Salem. Marcus Freeman says, Joe, that he will be ready for the Buckeyes on Saturday. You guys are going to spend some time with him, but I think in his mind he has played in games like this. Um, he's played in some big games at Wake Forest, and this moment won't be too big for Sam. You know, he, year six for him. Um, I have a lot of confidence that he'll be um, well prepared, and the moment won't be too big for him at all. So last year, Joe, in Columbus, the Irish covered uh, obviously a much bigger number on the road kept the Ohio State offense, which uh, then had C.J. Stroud with it, kind of buttoned up. They had bad quarterback play. Quarterback has improved. The game is in South Bend. You've got the Kelly Green jerseys coming out. And Ohio State three-point favorites on the road. Big total, 255.5. I guess, Joe, just considering that last year's game was so low scoring and – McCord's in there now instead of Stroud. But I guess the Irish have Hartman, so it kind of evens out that way. Yeah, big, biggest game for Kyle McCord right now. It's a road environment. We know that Notre Dame knocked off Clemson last year. I think it's more for Notre Dame, the rushing attack with Audric Estime and the heavy offensive line going up against the defensive front seven of Ohio State. 
that is the weakness of Ohio State in big ball games, right? They lose to Michigan the last couple of seasons. They've allowed in both of those games 274 and a half rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns. If Notre Dame could run the ball, Carver, guess what? That opens up the play action with Sam Hartman. I lean to Notre Dame. I just think they're more balanced. I know McCord is playing better now, but I have concerns about their Ohio State front seven. Even though they have the speed on the perimeter, give me Sam Hartman. I'm sitting on his ticket at 20 to 1 to win the Heisman as well. This be, this can be his moment. Give me Notre Dame in the ballgame. Uh, I'm with you, Joe. And I and you know that I was very I'm very tentative about this Irish team. I especially coming into the year. I was very nervous about doing, oh, they're gonna be in the playoff. Oh, they're gonna win this 10 games, they're gonna do a lot. I need to see a little bit before I can believe. And I know they haven't played big-time teams here in this 4-0 start. NC State, Navy, a couple of, you know, obviously low-level squads. But I've seen enough that the offense looks light years better with Hartman running it than what I saw a year ago. And if I could just get the same defensive effort that they gave in Columbus, Hartman's going to be enough to win the day for them. Saturday night in South Bend. Uh, one of the many dogs this week, Joe, that I am going to say win outright. Uh, well, Irish are going to win outright uh, here yeah. against I. Well, yeah, it's scary because me and you are both on them. Uh, that's scary because we're I'm both going to be on the Irish. Season ticket with them. That's why it's scary. It's not, I got CLV, right? I mean, the problem well, is. They win this game. They're going to be thinking yeah. big. If they well, win this the, game, they win this oh, game. Oh, absolutely, be real big. absolutely. And yeah. depending upon, just think of this: depending upon what happens at 12 o'clock, Florida State and Clemson, they're going to know their fate, right? They face Clemson later in the year. Clemson loses somehow, some way. Notre Dame gets that victory against Ohio State. They're going to be potentially favored in Death Valley. It's a possibility right now. Don't don't yeah. count that out. That's too far down the road for me. I don't want to hear saying. about that game yet. Uh, that game, listen, you got this game. You got USC between now and then. You got, I, I mean, you got, you got to go they and face Elko the uh, there yeah. in Cameron. Uh, Not uh, easy. Over there. Not easy. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. In Cameron. I'm about to say Cameron Indoor. <laughs> where, the, where the basketball team plays. They're it's a basketball a school. They're playing a um, Obviously, Dion is the talk of the town. Uh, Colorado 3-0. They go now to their biggest test, which is in Eugene, uh, against the Ducks. Uh, Sanders, of course, uh, he's, not, he's a, not that worried about Shador taking a beating. You've brought this up a lot this week, Joe. You're worried about the Colorado offensive line being able to stop Oregon uh, from getting after him. Here's what Dion says. Do you worry that there's going to be a target on Shador's back given the hype and everything else. I, I think there's a target on every great player's back, isn't it? Last time I checked, I mean, but that's that should really challenge your offensive line to do their job, shouldn't it? Because if you stop the quarterback, if you stop a Travis Hunter, if you stop a, 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 a Jimmy, if you stop Xavier, if you stop these guys, you're stopping the offense. Um, Bo Nix is pretty darn good too. We want to stop him, you know. So, but we're not going to do anything absurd or dirty. We don't. We don't believe in that. Um, this is a game. I mean, we want to win, but we don't want to step outside the lines to win. Character is everything with us. Do you worry well, that nobody's there's going to be? Nobody said anything was going to happen there, Dion. <laughs> nobody said anyone was going to go after Bodacious. I think it's a concern, Joe. It's a concern uh, facing allowed- that Oregon front. They've allowed through three games 16 sacks, and Oregon has a much better front seven than Colorado State and the teams that they played, even TCU for that matter. So this is a very athletic front. Dan Lanning's defense is extraordinaire. They're up against it. They get this win, then I'll be bought in. This is a very difficult place to play as well. You think you've heard a lot about Colorado so far. If they've ended up beating Oregon on Saturday, it's going to go really through the roof, Joe. That's for sure. All right, for El Coast to Coast, we've got more college coming later on. We'll come back. Rick Hara will be with us. Uh, Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Back on the grid after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us today. Always great uh, to talk to our sports business and legal insider. And that is, of course, from Harvard, Rick Haro, who today uh, is down in Hot Town, Atlanta, where he saw the Phillies and the Braves this afternoon. And now I believe he's at the College Football Hall of Fame. What a trip for you, Rick. Yeah, it's tomorrow. But today was amazing. It was, uh, you know, running into Derek Schiller, who I know well uh, from the Braves side of the world. But more important, just to watch really good, tight October baseball in September. Uh, these are two teams we're going to see a lot more of. And as I said to you off off camera, the uh, the Phillies are loaded top to bottom. The Braves have always been loaded top to bottom. And, you know, uh, you got tying it up in the in the bottom of the ninth the the uh, uh, guy on second I, I don't care what purists say anymore this extra inning thing since we it's it's worked because what have there been eight only eight games that have gone as long as 12 innings all all, all season yeah. or nine so that's great but to to have i guess they now call him the zombie runner always starting on second it is incredible yeah. for fans that don't know baseball i know you're a purist so you don't like it but to hell with you well uh, here's what I'll say to you. I, I don't like the runner on second base. I can stomach it through 162 games in a regular season. There's abs- And I know they're not doing it. I would absolutely go nuts if they did it in the playoffs. I can't have it in the playoffs. I don't want any part of it there. But here's where I'll take a step back and say I was wrong. At the beginning of the year, I was dead set against this pitch clock thing. I thought it was dopey. I didn't think it would work. I, I thought the players would go against it. After now a whole regular season, we're almost done, less than two weeks to go. I'll, I'll, give, them, I'll give them the hat tip, Rick. They got it right. Uh, they did a good job with it. The games are faster. You said crisper, cleaner, even a 10-inning game getting done in, in the amount of time that it did. Manford did good with this, um, and I got to give him his credit for that. Well, and let's look at the other business implications of that. Okay, so the games are crisper, cleaner, shorter. Uh, they're making it up in concession sales. Uh, I know you've increased the number of innings where you can sell beer. Let's be a little careful about safety issues there, but I think we're going to be okay. And the demographics this year are younger. Advertisers are happier because it's not just the old white guy. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shorthanding it, but we all understand what we're saying about that. And so it's hitting a home run off the field and in the boardroom, too, not just uh, on the field. Let's start, rip through some of these on the 15 this week, Rick. Number one, Oklahoma City to build a new downtown arena to help keep the thunder there through 2050. Well, I'm so proud of it because you may remember that I was intimately involved in that MAPS plan in 1993, Metropolitan Area Project Strategies, where you build nine facilities at once, including the new arena. Then a few years later, they upgraded it and made it NBA capable. So Clay Bennett, who is a uh, very uh, big-hearted philanthropic guy who lives and works and thrives in Oklahoma City, bought the Sonics, remember? And he gave everybody a chance 
to build a new arena in Seattle to keep the Sonics and Slick Watt and Detlef Shrimp and those memories there didn't happen, moved them to Oklahoma City, an incredible bonding act for Oklahoma and the Thunder. They were, you know, one final game away from winning it all. Durant, they're not going to have a team that's capable of doing that for a while again. But the bottom line of all of this is it's possible because you had an arena that didn't require a whole lot of money from the team. And Clay shows his appreciation. Now, look, he's going to make money off this, too. But he signs a conceptual deal that has 25 years in it, assuming a December 12 referendum happens. That team stays in Oklahoma through 2050. It is a big deal. We have heard for months about the UFC and the WWE coming together. That is now official. The merge, uh, $21 billion TKO, Rick. Look, I'm not a stock tout. I won't tell you about stocks. I won't tell you about gaming or gambling or points. But I certainly won't tell you about stocks. However, TKO, okay, so look, the bottom line is, you don't have the WWE and UCF, as we said, fighting each other. They're loving each other, which means this industry will promote, market, sell tickets, sponsorship, television with one voice. And it's a loud voice. And it's Vince McMahon's legacy. Now look at the money they're going to make. Saturday night, uh, Colorado beat Colorado State in what was, uh, I think I saw, Rick, all of the accolades for this game. It was the most watched streaming game in ESPN history. It was the fifth yeah. most watched game, college football game, period. And that's in a game, Rick, that kicked at 1020 East. Uh, and yeah. it had that kind of an audience. The effect that Deion Sanders has had on college football since going to Colorado has been absolutely massive. George Hallis, Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, Deion Sanders. Wait, pump the brakes. We're not there yet, okay? But everybody's following him. Remember, uh, he talks about his glasses. He gets in a uh, artificial, arbitrary fight, coach at CSU, and we talk about stuff relative to, well, the battle of glasses. It's not polite. My mommy told me you always take off your glasses, I'm told. Now, he parlays his sunglass uh, company for a billion two in sales before that game. This guy is not only a wonderful showman, and we don't even know if he can coach game day, but he surrounded himself by such minds on both sides of the ball that he manages, he promotes, he markets. Everybody wants to play for Deion Sanders now. If sports leagues, Rick, can open their doors to sports betting, I'm sure that colleges and universities uh, can now open their door to sports betting, including NYU, a strong demand for a new business of sports betting class. It's very good to call that out because, you know, 40 years ago when I was uh, laboring as a young Harvard lawyer, law student, all right, 50 years ago, we were talking about sports law, <laughs> no such thing. Let's develop a course. They didn't like it. Uh, it's a long story itself. And the bottom line is I kind of helped put that together when it wasn't fashionable. Now NYU's doing the same thing, gambling, how to gamble, but also how to create legislation, how to protect the integrity of the game, how to generate some excitement. Needless to say, you know, FanDuel all over to support it. All of the entities ought to do that and look for a number of schools to start these kind of programs in the near future. Good for them. Of course, the NFL, Rick, was building a lot of their primetime schedule this year around Aaron Rodgers uh, being in New York and being with the Jets. That is now up in smoke, of course, after the Achilles tear. I saw here you have, will the Jets keep their primetime games? I mean, most of them they have to because they're early in the year. But also, Rick, guess what? I got news for everybody. Yeah. Everyone watches anyway. Doesn't matter if you move the game or not because people still watch. Thanksgiving Friday, the to-do list is over. Honeydew stuff, the guys are sitting there. They either watch Iowa State and Nebraska for the 88th year in a row or Dolphins Jets. And they're going to watch that game even if Joe Namath is playing at 80 years old. I guarantee you that. Uh, are you going to go to Philadelphia for the Miami game where they're playing Temple uh, this week uh, at the link? Are you uh, going to go to see Miami and Temple this week? I went to Temple to see them play Rutgers. They laid an egg then. I've done my link 
non-Eagles temple duty tomorrow night. My choice is go north and go to that game or go south and go to the Broncos-Dolphins home kickoff. I'm going south. Uh, and uh, just remember, next week is the real uh, first test for your Miami Dolphins uh, when they come to the yeah. below in Buffalo. I like that they flipped it this year. Buffalo early in the year, Miami late in the year. I like that they did that. I got a big issue here. You can close it out, but I'm going to the Ryder Cup. So I got the final uh, Ryder Cup Whoa. day in Rome or that game. Yeah, I know. I know. We're going to talk about uh, that tonight. We'll talk about that tonight right. on the radio. Rick Haro on Carver Lisi. All right, coast to coast. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Uh, BetMGM has you set up a $1,500 first bet offer. All you got to do, use bonus code SG. 1500 this is for all new betmgm sportsbook account users all you got to do is download the betmgm sportsbook app on ios or android or visit betmgm.com sign up and deposit at least ten dollars into your betmgm sportsbook account place your first wager and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your bet loses if the bet does lose your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled that is bonus code sg1500 $1,500 first bet offer from bet mgm uh, all right joe i want to get to these other games we kind of got cut off at the end with colorado so it sounds like to me that you're going to uh you're going to lay it with Oregon, it sounds I'm not like betting you're going to lay it. I'm not betting the game. It's a game that I'm okay. going to take. I'm okay. not, meaning I have a ton of action that I like this weekend. This is not one game I need to bet. Last week, I, I, I st stepped in front of the train with Colorado State because it was a get-right spot. The potential look at here, I have. I, it could go either way. I mean, I'd be shocked if Colorado won the ball game outright. But getting the covers a 21-point dog, I mean, it's possible. It is possible, but I would lay it. Everything has to. been, it's been so up and down. You know, left is right, right is left, up and you know, it's just with Colorado so far in terms of trying to get the number right. I'm not going to be there. I'm more interested, Joe, in the total. I know it's heavy, 70 and a half right now, but it got just. I think Oregon. I told you last night the team total was 45 and a half for Oregon. It just feels like a game where I think Oregon can definitely get past that team total and that means i only need 20 or so uh from colorado in the 20-ish area and uh i think that we can get it so i think the total something joe that i'm going to be looking at don't know if it's going to make the card or not though fsu and clemson this series of course joe has been dominated by clemson clemson has been the dominant team in the acc for the last decade but florida state is back now in the top five beat lsu earlier this season but a tough trip to Death Valley. Here's Dabo Swinney on the rivalry. 
this is Clemson, Florida State. None of that matters. Um, it doesn't matter, I mean, what the record is. It doesn't matter who won last year. It doesn't matter what you ranked. This is a game that you better you better show up. Uh, you better show up and be ready. And uh, you know it's 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 certainly great for the ACC when you have you know um, uh, a lot of competitive balance uh, like we have. I think it's, our league our league is really good. Uh, we got a lot of good players and a uh, bunch of great quarterbacks, and uh, we we play about every one of them. Uh, so uh, this is just another battle along the way. It's going to be a bunch of battles ahead. Uh, but Clemson, Florida State, you can throw all that stuff out the records. I mean, just like, you know, we're five and four and upset the number three team in the country. It, it doesn't matter. You know, this is a game of passion. This is a game of, of uh, a few plays typically every year. Wow. There you go. Okay. Dabo for you. Yeah. FSU, Joe, minus two and a half, 55 and a half is the total. This will be another one for me this week. Uh, doggy dog dog outright. Clemson yeah. at home against it's, FSU. <laughs> you're right about Clemson. I mean, I, they have won five straight in the series by an average margin of victory of 22.6 points per game. Carver straight up since 2014, 54 and two. And I have to look back to the annals. The last time that Clemson over the last seven years has been underdogs at home it doesn't happen rarely it happens so this is an opportunity i like the way their defense is playing now granted they got thrashed by riley leonard and duke in week one but they're still only giving up three yards per carry 29 percent in third down defense and i still think Davo is a better coach than mike norvell give me the clemson tigers in the mild upset i'm with you Yep, we're going to take one last shot with Clemson, Joe. We're going to try to plant the flag one more time with them here. Florida State seems like the team on the rise, but we're going to give it one last shot uh, with the old guard. Next, uh, speaking of uh, the old guard, Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide of Alabama. They have Ole Miss coming to town this week. Now, there's already, of course, whenever it's Lane Kiffin, Joe, and Nick Saban, there's going to be some gamesmanship. There's going to be some back and forth. Uh, there's always talking to each other through the press. Did you see earlier this week Lane saying that he was watching the film and doesn't think that the defensive coordinator is calling the defense for Alabama anymore and that it's like the secondary coach and that got Nick all hot and bothered saying, our guy, he calls the plays. He's the defense. So Lane getting in uh, Nick's head and then you throw in that Nick doesn't have a quarterback and after trying out Buckner and Simpson last week, that didn't work. So he's got to go back to Jalen Milrow. It just smells to me uh. like it's time. It's time for someone to go into Tuscaloosa in conference and not LSU and get things done. And I think that Ole Miss is going to be able to do that. Let's hear from Nick Saban. Despite all the back and forth, he still has a lot of nice things to say about Lane. I think they're outstanding. Obviously, what they fourth in the country or something in total offense and scoring you know, 52 points a game and 526 yards. So this is a, and you know, Lane's an offensive guy, did a great job when he was here and he's doing a great job there. And the players do a great job of executing them, which is always a good sign of, you know, a well-coached team. And uh, I, I think he's done a fantastic job there. Joe, I want you to give me all the Alabama numbers that really, in my eyes, don't mean anything because okay. they don't have Jalen Hurts, Tua, Bryce Young, or Mac Jones playing quarterback this week. Give me all the numbers. Alabama minus seven at home. You, you, you need to get off your soapbox how much you're pounding this drum right now. But they are staggering. Alabama's won seven straight in the series by an average margin of victory of 27.4 points per game. They only got their second home loss week number two against Texas and Quinn Ewers. They lost this ball game. Ole Miss did 30 to 24. They were in striking distance in Oxford before Bryce Young pulled it out in terms of the last three minutes. They go on the road. You talk about Jackson Dodd. He's 125 to one shot to potentially win the Heisman. He rushed for a buck 36 last week and two tutties, averaged 9.1 yards per carry. Also threw for 251 through the air. I hate to say this. I'm with you. It's not a best bet. But I'm with you. This, this was my SEC sleeper team. You know that. 
and now you're pounding this drum like Ole Miss is the best team in the West. Let's just pump the brakes. Let's get the victory Saturday night or Saturday afternoon in Tuscaloosa. Lane train wins in Tuscaloosa on Saturday. Uh, Outright. They will win. Outright for lane train and Ole Miss. They can move the football. They can score points. This is not the same Alabama team. Uh, Sorry. It isn't. And I used to go after Alabama all the time, Joe. And and Nick would just hit me over the head every single time. Nope, 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 nope. Not this week. This is not the same team. He's got problems on this team. And Lane's going to take care of business in Tuscaloosa. Outright. SEC whisperer. That's what you are. The SEC whisperer. Yeah, You said it. Sure. Uh, Whiteout game in Happy Valley Saturday night under the lights for Iowa and Penn State. Iowa has given Penn State lots of problems, Joe. You know that. And then we, uh, as Bill Bender was telling me earlier, the last time they played, uh, the chippiness of that game at Iowa a few years ago where they wrecked Penn State's season and you had the the crowd cheering with the injured players, all all the stuff that was going on with that, Ferentz and Franklin back and forth in the media. Uh, Of course, a lot's been brought up about Drew Aller and being his first white game, first everything. Franklin's tired of hearing about all that stuff, Joe. This kid's ready to go Saturday night at home. Yeah, I think we're really done with the whole first-time stuff. You know, um, first stripe out, first, you know, helmet stripe. First, first, we're we're done talking about that stuff. He had a first start. We're past that. He had a first road start. We're past that. We're you know, first home game. We're we're past that. Now now he is uh, no longer kind of going through the first. Um, you know. We, we are very appreciative of having one of the best environments in all of sports. And we're very appreciative of the whiteout and what it means for this community and the state and really for college football. Um, I want our, our players and our fans to take 30 seconds, you know, in the beginning and take it all in. But then after that, it's about execution. There you go, Joe. Uh, James Franklin, uh, Iowa right now getting 14 and a half on Saturday night under the lights. This totals at flat 40. I, I, <laughs> Penn State really going to smash him, Joe? They going to smash him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that gonna, never happens like in this a, series. Like that a never whack-a-ball. happens between these two teams. Nah, I'm laying it. Never I'm happens between it. these They're two teams. They're 41 and 8 at home since 2016 in Happy Valley. They, they were 5-1 and one last year. They have the better quarterback. I know it's Cade McNamara. There's 30, like 39 games now where Iowa's failed to throw for over 300 yards, dating back to 2019. They're going to need everything in the passing game. This game is not going to be 6-3. If Penn State jumps up early, it's lights out. Can't back Kirk Ferentz in this spot. I'm going Franklin all the way. And I know you're on Iowa. We're going to beat you by a drum. We're going to hit you over the head like a hammer. I'm not telling on you, Iowa. we're going to beat it. Not on, not on Iowa. I'm not on Iowa. I, I could you. see this game 27-10 Penn State. I think I, I think that I, I could see that game playing out this way. I don't want to. I don't want to see Iowa win. They they bothered me last week. They hurt me with the Western Michigan Broncos. All right, I got a couple other games through. Then we'll get to the baseball when we come back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us here. All right, Joe, I've got, before we get to the baseball, I want to at least get your thoughts quickly on several other uh, games. We gave you a lot of the heavies. We got some thoughts from you, but let me uh, run these off to you here. The first rack, Rutgers visits Michigan. First conference game for the Wolverines, who are 0-3 against the spread. Big spreads in their non-conference when they played all the cream puffs. Uh, Rutgers is 3-0 also. They're 3-0 against the spread, Joe. Uh, the Scarlet Knights. You have Oklahoma visiting Cincinnati. First Big 12 game for the Bearcats. Auburn and Texas A&M in College Station with Auburn getting the 7.5. UCLA and Utah, another good game in the Pac-12. And Miami takes the trip to the link. That's right. At Temple, another Power 5 visiting a group of five. The Al Golden giveback game. Uh, here for Miami uh, this week in Philadelphia, Joe, with a big number. Yeah, I like, I would lay it with Michigan. This is the first Big Ten game. I think they have the better quarterback in this matchup. I will take a flyer and take Cincinnati over Oklahoma. I know Oklahoma beating up on non-conference opponents, and that's what they do. Tough road spot. Cincinnati, a much better home team, plus the 14 and a half. I like the Bearcats. I do like Auburn. I'm with you. Give me Peyton Thorne. Give me a little Robbie Ashford on the road in College Station. This be can be the game that maybe Jimbo all of a sudden sees the light at the end of the tunnel with him no longer being the coach of the Aggies in 2024. I like Utah. Cam Rising's due back. You got a freshman in Dante Moore going on a road environment where Utah's won 17 straight home games. Take the Utes roll and cover that number. And Miami should pound teams up until their first difficult ACC game, which I believe is against Clemson or Florida State in the coming weeks. Next, Joe, BYU and Kansas, first Big 12 game for BYU, by the way, both 3-0. and I just saw BYU go to Fayetteville and beat Arkansas straight uh. up. But now they're getting nine and a half in Lawrence against the Jayhawks. Uh, down to eight and a half now, Joe. Uh, Texas Tech in West Virginia. I know you like that one. Arkansas and LSU, a fat number there. Oregon State and Washington State, uh, one of the better Pac-12 games. Getting overshadowed, of course, because uh, those are the two teams left in the cold. But that is going to be a good one. And Texas and Baylor, as Texas opens up their Big 12 schedule. Yeah, I'll, I'm with you. I, would, I think BYU is a little bit more physical than Kansas, even though they beat Illinois this year. Even though it's back-to-back -back road games, I would take the eight and a half points with Keaton Slovis. They're the hot team. Made some halftime adjustments and completely shut down Arkansas in terms of that ball game. I didn't see the others, guys. I know that uh, Texas Tech, that's one the game that one of my best bets for the weekend. Garrett Green is a game-time decision, so I think they should be able to roll. They've won four straight in the series by 17.6 points per game. I think LSU beats up on Arkansas. I know K.J. Jefferson and, and Arkansas should be in this game, but the way LSU played from an offensive and defensive perspective, I think they roll and cover that number. I'm taking the points with Cam Ward and Washington State. I think they have the better quarterback in that matchup, and I'm taking an upset. Last two times Texas has been in Waco, they have lost. I'm calling for the upset. Baylor outright over Texas. Wow. Outright from Joe. Outright. Uh, he likes uh, Baylor. Couldn't beat. Uh, who was that that they lost to at home the first week, Joe? Who they lose Texas to State and TJ Finley. Texas State and TJ Finley. But it went they went toe to toe beat, with Utah. Uh, and Texas, uh, there we go. And the final ones that I have for you, Memphis and Mizzou will get together in St. Louis at the Dome. Of course, uh, Cook uh, up in the air for this game. For Missouri, we have Mississippi State and South Carolina. North Carolina visits Pitt. Jerkovic embarrassing last week for the Panthers. USC laying a fat number on the road against Arizona Ooh. State. And Cal and Washington, the late-night Pac-12 special for Penix and the crew. <laughs> 
I love every dog there. Memphis, I, I love Arizona State. Wow. California, Pittsburgh, I'm going against the grain. My best bet on that board happens to be Mississippi State. They looked absolutely atrocious last week in Stark Vegas against Jaden Daniels and LSU. They allowed him to complete the first 14 passes, but I expect a bounce back, not just in terms of the offense for Mississippi State. They're pounding the rock for a buck 75. But the defense, let's keep in mind as well, emotional letdown for South Carolina. They went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Georgia. They lost but covered that ball game. Their rushing attack is non-existent right now, averaging only 1.8 yards per carry. I think Miss State wins the ball game outright on the road in Columbia Sunday night, uh, Saturday night, excuse me. Arizona State, Joe? Arizona State? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, 35 me. points. 35 points. Yeah, but USC's been USC's no, been, been clearing on. that. I mean, they did it they with Stanford. They, they, I mean, they've been clearing what they, that. What are they doing? I'm what, just what, saying what they've they've what? had no problem with that. Uh, that a, a fat oh, number so against really it. bad teams. Then lay it, and then it's a no-brainer. You're the wheel. Lay it. Team total. Team total uh, for USC late night. Hopefully, I don't have to sweat it as bad as I did that game against Stanford. Pitt and uh, Cal could upset North Carolina and Washington. That's just another uh, uh, one. That's another one. That's another one for me. How could you take Pitt with how pathetic Jakovic has been? And because North Carolina moves it. the football, they're going to score right points. Up the middle. It's, They're it's, gonna score tons of points. All right, okay. Pitt's defense is not as bad as you think. Number one, the front seven can get pressure, and not only that, they're gonna go back to basics. You think Narduzzi, who potentially has one foot out the door, wants to lose this game to Mac Brown? He's gonna look to run it right up North Carolina's throat, and they potentially play North Carolina very tough. I like Pittsburgh plus the points. You can't talk me off of it. I'm Cal, not going to talk you off of it. I'm just, just going to go to the window with the other side. That, I'm going to go to the other side. doesn't smell to you. Smells. Uh, Cal, Cal played Auburn tough at home. Uh, you know, Cal's a little bit better than, than some of these laughing. other teams. Uh, I don't have a crazy. problem with that game. I'm not worried about that game. I think you're crazy about North Pitt. I couldn't even... How could you bet Pitt with the way that that quarterback played the last week and the week before? Well, that, that? It's a week-to-week week thing, Carver. You know college football. Uh, very week erratic. To week game. You're, like you're trying to find erratic, the trend. Narduzzi. I'm going to find the trend. You used to. No, Narduzzi, you're backing that guy again. He's let you down the wrong way so many times. You're going back to Narduzzi. I want to stick it in the background. There you go. That's right. There's it is. It's a motion for you. You're going after him, probably for last week. You had Minnesota last week. North Carolina game the business, so now you're going to go back for more. You're going to go back after Mac Brown, and what's he going to do? May's probably going to beat uh, Pitt by 20, 30 points uh, on Saturday night. That's a, that's probably how that game's going to go. Uh, there you go, Joe. College football for you. Uh, baseball. Several things. Uh, Jays beat the Yankees last night. I told you yesterday when I heard it was Springer's birthday, I should have put him in the tater time. Didn't do it. He let off the game with a homer. Marlins beat the Mets. And uh, Rangers got me that over the 82 and a half. Dodgers needed a walk-off to beat the Tigers. Here we go, Joe. Six games tonight. Let's start at the trop where the Angels and the Rays. We've got Aaron Savali against Reed Detmers. Rays are minus 250 here. Some heavy lumber. Plus 190 for Anaheim. Flat eight the total. I'll also say this, Joe. I'll, I'll add this in about Anaheim because they had news Although Otani's not going to be on Anaheim uh, in two weeks when the season ends. But he had the surgery only going to hit in 2024. So wherever Otani is playing next year, it will be purely as a batter. Hopes for a full recovery. They expect a full recovery that in 2025 he will go back to. Uh, he pitches and he hits. Uh, so that was the Otani update last night, Joe. Well, give me Tampa Bay. I mean, they're fighting for their lives right now. Minus the run and a half, and let's go over. Uh, the Mets are in Miami again against the Marlins. Uh, uh, Perez going for them. Senga goes for the Mets. We're even money. Marlins minus a buck twenty for Yuri. Seven and a half the total here. I'm on the Marlins, Joe. I'm gonna go over the seven, Carver. Light total. Give me the over for both teams. Wow, light total. Give me the over for both teams. Blue Jays are in the Bronx again. Kevin Gossman and Michael King are the starters. Jays minus 120. Another seven and a half, Joe. The low totals tonight in baseball. 
Up, up, and away. Let's go Yanks in the over. I can't do it. All over. Up, up, tonight. and away. All, well, these these are, you know, they're all very low, Joe. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to go after these seven and a halfs. I mean, we could pick one or two. We can't go after all of them. Mitch Keller and Justin Steele. Now, that is a good pitching matchup that we have at Wrigley. The Cubs beat them 14 to 1 last night. Steele minus 175, plus 150 for the Pirates. Guess what, Joe? Seven and a half, uh, the total. At going under. I'm going under in the Cubbies. Uh, it's all like, I mean, Steele is legit. I like Steele. Great pitcher. Give me the Cubbies in the under. The Steel Mill. Milwaukee is in St. Louis still. Adrian Hauser and Zach Thompson is the pitching matchup. Cardinals even money at home. Brewers minus 120, slight road favorite. Eight and a half. There you go. The big total of the night, Joe. Eight and a half in St. Louis. So, Kim, uh, I, I would say I actually like the cards in a bounce-back spot here at home. Give me the cards and over. Cards and the over. And finally, the Tigers are in Los Angeles against the Dodgers tonight. Olsen and Miller are the starters. More lumber here for the Dodgers. Minus 250 plus 195 for Detroit. Flat eight is the total in this one. Going Detroit. Uh, I'll take him on the run line plus the run and a half, and let's go under the eight, Carver. Uh, under the eight for you there. So there you go. Short night in baseball. Most of the home run guys, Joe, that I liked uh, today were all in the afternoon games. Unfortunately, there really wasn't much uh, that I had for the night, so I didn't do the full list. I will tell you that Goldschmidt... Beats up Hauser pretty good. He's got three homers off him in his career, 286. So maybe we can go to Goldschmidt tonight um, elsewhere. And Judge has Judge has three homers off of Gossman in his career. And I know Judge is probably around plus 200 again tonight. But at least Judge uh, has some pretty decent numbers against Gossman. And he's hit 300 off of him, too. Uh, nine for 30 with three homers. So maybe Judge and Goldschmidt. Everything else was in the afternoon. I liked Castellanos. And, of course, he had two homers, Joe. Little, little cool in the New York area here, you know. So uh, you can judge it too tonight. You think you get it too? You know, you're so greedy. You really are. Uh, you why? know, we sit here. We try to just find. Why, why do you got to be greedy? Why can't you just play him for one home? Why do you got to go for two homers? What is with you? You do this all no the good. time to me. You, it's just never enough. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play this guy. Yeah. Well, what about two? Why can't we get two? Can he get? We're gonna play this guy for a touchdown. Yeah. Well, can he get two touchdowns? We're going to play this over at 47 and a half. Yeah, but what if we altered it 52 and a half? You know, it's just greed, Joe. It never ends it's with not you. greed. Why? It's trying to better ourselves. That's all. Trying to push the limit. How high can we go? Gi Giants now losing 7 to 1 in Arizona to the Diamondbacks. So, you see, uh, you put the kibosh on it. Yeah, unbelievable. You whacked What did like... I put the kibosh on? I'm rooting uh, against uh, the, Giants. the Giants. Why would I put the What is there to put the kibosh on? Corbin yeah, Carroll right. hit a homer. Why? Because we had Corbin Carroll yesterday uh, on tater time. So, of course, Corbin Carroll hits a home run today. Rockies lead the Padres 2-1. to one. They're in the middle of the seventh. And the Mariners lead the A's 6-3. to three. Phillies won, Twins won, Nationals won. And the Astros did beat the Orioles, Joe with a walk-off uh, by Mauricio Dubon in the bottom of the ninth. So they got the win over the O's. All right, we will come back. We will wrap this puppy up for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We're back right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Uh, all right, Joe, before we get out of here, a couple of things uh, that have come across the desk uh, in the last few hours that I haven't brought up to you. We've obviously done, there's been a lot of stuff with the Bears today. Defensive coordinator resigned. Justin Fields uh, spoke his mind about things and then had to come back and uh, say that he wasn't saying anything bad about the coaches. They also, Joe, uh, not as big on the news scale, but they released Peterman, our boy, Nathan Peterman, former Buffalo Bill legend. Amazing. Released, not anymore, uh, released by the Bears this afternoon. Uh, Very busy day at Hallis Hall. Uh, The Ravens had several injuries last week. It just doesn't end for them. Uh, Odell Beckham, Davion Clowney both didn't practice Wednesday. Justice Hill may miss the game this week with wow. a toe injury. They got a lot of injuries in Baltimore, Joe. I got a lot of injuries there. In that Walking place. wounded right now for them. So you got to keep an eye out to see how it affects them from the spread pers- perspective. And then if they start to drop some ballgames, that's why with the injuries that they have mounting up, I don't think I don't like them for potentially the division title right now. I still like Cincinnati and Cleveland as potentially dark horses to to steal it. Uh, Jalen Waddell remains in concussion protocol for Uh, the Dolphins, uh, as he did not practice on Wednesday either. So bad news there. The Bills didn't have Micah Hyde, Dawson Knox, or Leonard Floyd. They all did not practice on Wednesday. A lot of guys, Joe. We already said that Barkley's been ruled out for tomorrow night. Andrew Thomas also ruled out for the Giants uh, on Thursday night. So lots of uh, injury situations there, Joe. It's that time of year. We're getting into it. You know, we're a few weeks in. Injuries start to pile up. That's for sure. Joe, great stuff as always today. I'll see you tonight. Carver and Lisi, 8 p.m. East on Sports Grid Radio. Scotty is back tomorrow. Of course, big Thursday. Warren Sharp as always. Game time decisions is next. Great job by Mafia and the crew. Pharrell coast to coast. Cash some tickets tonight. We'll see you back here tomorrow on The Grid. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.